0: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
1: He's been kicking for a little bit and now slowly reintroducing him back. Like I said, we try to what we try to do is keep a kick a kick count on those guys like you do with a pitcher, right? And so you slowly reintegrate him back into how many kicks he can get in the day. And so he had about 20 kicks the other day, which was good. And this Today will be a little bit more than that, and then we'll progress as we go. And we're back here on the Husker Online show. That was special teams coordinator Javon DeWitt updating the status of kicker Barrett Pickering, who has not played all year but could play Saturday for Nebraska, which would be a huge deal to get him back if he's 100%. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus, we bring in Husker Online intern Mike Wheeler as it's time to take your questions in the mailbag. Mike, what do you have to lead us off with? All right, guys, so just an overarching
2: roster question here. Did you guys expect more of a shakeup on the depth chart coming out of the bye week?
1: No, I mean, I think... If you do major shakeups, you know, just drastic like fan resets, where fans just want you to blow everything up, you blow the whole season up at that point. I think if you made like a, we're going to start Bryce Benhart and Ethan Piper, and we're going to start Ramir Johnson at running back, and we're going to, you know, pull the red shirt off Ty Robinson, and, and I mean, you come up with all these grand plans. It sounds good in theory. Um, But there's a reason why it hasn't happened yet because it's probably those guys aren't ready. And I think if you did something like that, you'd almost be throwing the talent for the season. So I think you got to ride with the guys that got you here to this point, the guys that have grinded and and earned these spots. Uh, But you got to challenge them to play better.
3: Yeah, I think it's there's a fine line. I, I agree. I don't think you make any drastic changeups with starting up. lineups. But at the same time, I also think the staff needs to be more willing to give other guys chances to play in games True, I agree. And not only play, but play meaningful reps, get the ball and see what they can do. Uh, I think the staff has been so hesitant to throw guys out there because they're afraid of what might happen when uh, the only way you're going to become a good football player in games is by playing in games. What you do in practice is only going to take you so far, especially as a young player, you have to experience it in a real live bullet situation in a game. And right now, there's too many guys on this roster that we keep hearing about how close they are and uh, you know how they're they're just about ready to make an impact, but they're never getting those opportunities. So no, I don't think it's time to completely shuffle everything as far as a starting lineup concerned, but I also think the depth chart could pro- probably use a few new faces in there to see what they can do.
0: Yeah, I would, I'd agree with that. And call me crazy, but I feel like... Once Nebraska if they if they get to 6 wins, get bowl eligible, then I think we might see some more drastic changes. They need um, those
1: practices though, right Nate? I mean they need yeah, to get Yeah, you
0: have to you no matter what, you had this team, I mean the bare bones minimum has to be making it to a bowl game. So I think they have to do whatever they can do to get to that point and and I never thought in a million years that I'd be kind of saying that about this season, but it's just the reality of how things have kind of unfolded. But I think once they get there, then we might see some more shakeups because now they would know that uh, okay, we've got these extra practices and we've we've made we've made it to the bowl game, you know, cutoff.
2: All right, guys, you know, kind of building off of what uh, Robin and Nate had to say, do you guys think the coaches can, in a sense, force feed an offensive line rotation to build depth? As in, should the coaches make a departure from their best five approach?
1: No, I I think an offensive line needs chemistry. Um, You you don't see a team rotate that often, maybe one guy in here and there. Um, But you have to build a line of communication and a chemistry, and you've got to have that going um, throughout an entire game because – Guys talk to each other, and they communicate calls and checks throughout the game. And if you bring in someone that you haven't done it very often with, it throws off the whole chemistry of your line. So it sounds good in theory. Um, but, you know, Milt Teneber, back in the day, people like, oh, he, they, the reason they played a lot of linemen is they blew people out by every, yeah, you every game. They pull your
3: starters at halftime and then play everybody else to, in mop-up duty. Nebraska hasn't had that luxury in a long time. So, yeah, I agree, I agree that uh, – you know, offensive line is probably the most uh, there's not probably it is the most difficult position to put in young players uh just because it is the biggest transition especially in this conference yeah I mean just physically I mean <laughs> very there's a reason why very few players as true freshmen have ever played on the offensive line not only in Nebraska but in most power programs uh, around the country so it's just it's it's hard you have to be a special talent or being in very special circumstances to get that opportunity and to keep it so uh, i i agree with how uh, delicately they're handling guys like ben hart and piper but you know if they can get anywhere near a situation where those guys can just get a taste of it you know if they could finally get a lead at some point you know where the game's comfortable uh get those guys reps because I mean that's the future of your offensive line and the more experience you can get them earlier uh the better in my opinion
0: I think the one guy that we could see you know enter into somewhat of a rotation situation would be Brock Bando uh there at the interior offensive line you know at that guard spot or guard spots possibly I know that's something that Greg Austin talked about earlier in the week is is maybe wanting to get Bando some more reps there so they can keep those guys healthy inside. Um, but, yeah, outside of that, I just I don't really anticipate a whole lot of uh, rotating going on unless you're able to to insert a, a guy like Ben Harder, or Piper
2: here or there down the road. All right, guys. So, as far as a bowl game goes for Nebraska, and the schedule still has that goal out in front of them, out in front of the Huskers, who would you guys like to see Nebraska play? And maybe what bowl game would you like to see? (sighs)
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously, bowl game, still two wins away for Nebraska. But, I mean, I wouldn't mind going, if they got to like six or seven wins, if they could go to Jacksonville or San Francisco, um, those ones jump out. I mean, if you go to Jacksonville, you're going to play an SEC team. Probably a lower level SEC team. Uh, I don't know, you know, the way that SEC's fallen this year. I mean, there isn't, you know, there's a lot of good teams and then there's a lot of bad teams. So mm-hmm. it's hard to say who would be in that six, seven win category. Yeah. But I think anytime you play an SEC team, it's fun. Um, and then the red box bowl, I believe it's called red box is still a thing. By the way, do you guys rent <laughs> from red box?
2: No. <laughs> you see him at quick shop every now and then
1: it's <laughs> wall. It's always at Walgreens.
0: Yeah. yeah. Walgreens is when I've done it recently, it's been from Walgreens.
1: I bet how many late fees have you ever paid on a red box? I don't think, I don't know that I ever have. It's only like a buck a day. Yeah. But they got and, enough. And money.
3: eventually you just own it. Like <laughs> yeah. after you pay enough, uh, late fees on it. So, but
1: the red box bowl would be fun just to go back to San Fran. Um,
3: you know, weather's not a, a, g- great
1: there that time of year, but, yeah, you know, it's a great place to
3: visit. A sneaky game that I've had my eye on, assuming they just stick around that six or seven win mark, is the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth. Now, it doesn't sound like much, but the game is... <laughs> The game is on January 4th, so you would be able to get all your holiday in uh, without very missing any family time, uh, get to go to Fort Worth, which is a really cool town. If you haven't been there, they got an awesome downtown scene with a lot of live music going on down there, uh, and I think fans would... Enjoy that. Uh, you play a Mountain West team, and so right now – You I might mean, play like Wyoming. Wyoming or Wyoming. Air Force yeah. I don't know or if you, something like that.
1: Man, I don't know if you want a part of that, though. Losing to a Mountain West team or something would be bad. I mean, you don't, you don't have much to gain in that game no, no. or the Detroit Bowl by playing a group of five program.
3: Yeah, well, I think just getting to a bowl is important. I don't, I don't think you worry about who you're playing.
0: Yeah, at this time, I don't know if you know, beggars can be choosers exactly. uh, <laughs> right now. But I, I think that uh, – yeah, Just make it to a bowl game. I don't know if it really matters who you play or where you go. Um, Ideal matchup would probably be, you know, making it to Jacksonville or San Francisco. I guess those are probably the two most likely. And if you could play – New York. We haven't even talked about New York. York, Yeah, New York too. Uh, I think one projection I saw was Nebraska versus Duke in the pinstripe bowl. Um Eesh. yeah, yeah. Boy that yeah, doesn't that get you riled up? Um and then one was, you know, Nebraska, Mississippi State in Jacksonville, Nebraska, Arizona State, and uh in San Francisco. I don't know. I mean, I think at this point you'd take any of those just because nothing's guaranteed at thing. this point. All right, Mike,
1: you got any quick one word ones we can end like a one word answer one to end on here, anything fast? Yeah,
2: I got something for you. So it is alternate uniform week this week. Give me your favorite and least favorite alternate uniform.
1: Favorite one was the throwback one in ninety in two thousand seven or seventeen when they 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 wore the ninety seven 97, Yeah, those are sweet. Least favorite one was the one that was like the Wisconsin win where you couldn't read the numbers. Yeah,
3: yeah, those were terrible the, with the big N and the big W in yep. Wisconsin where those because you couldn't see who the player was. So, uh, yeah. And then favorite, I love the all iced out whites they wore at Northwestern. Those were sweet.
0: My favorite would be the black ones they wore against UCLA and what was it twenty thirteen or something like yep. that. I think that, that was my favorite so far.
1: The missed sack by Avery Moss that turned the whole game around yep. when Brett, was it Brett Hunley. Yeah, Hunley Scored yep. right before half. But yep. should be a fun one. Uh, when we come back, we will talk some recruiting with Nate Klaus as Nebraska's going to have more of a walk-on recruiting weekend. We'll get Nate's thoughts on that and more. You're listening here at the Husker Online Show.